It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Here on the first episode of Confidence in Bloom, we're going to laugh our way to the bank. Me, Tina Spolatini, your host, will chat with Sandra Bell, a multiple award-winning corporate humorist and intuitive business strategist. Today, Sandra and I will talk about Sandra's innovating marketing work and what that means. We'll discuss how her work is valuable to women entrepreneurs and what makes her stand out from others in her industry. Zandra is behind inspirational comedian who is well known for inspirational hilarity specific to workplace challenges and business objectives, uniting her empowering staff and raising morale and productivity. In her role as a creative marketing innovator and promotional wizard, Zandra helps entrepreneurs entrepreneurs communicate their solution in a unique, compelling way that improves client attraction and engagement. From mastering the empowering elevator speech, creating and delivering presentations that pay, right on through to mindset mastery. Attracting clients and those and closing those sales. Zandra is your leader in word domination, giving voice, giving a voice to your business success. Hello, Sandra. Hi there. <laughs> and how are you today? Oh, doing fine. Thank you. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. Um, you're a marketing innovator. What, what is that exactly? What do you do? Well, innovate is obviously to do something, you know, new and different. And uh, that's what I'm all about. You know, it's more than just uh, marketing by the book, although, you know, I've had training in that uh, area. But it's more thinking, you know, outside the box, using imagination, my creativity, and coming up, I would say even my intuition, coming up with uh, something different, a new idea that, uh, you know, even if someone's done it before or thought of it before, this is a different twist, you know, to really, it's so important in, uh, you know, business to be unique. And that's what marketing is about. You know, in essence, you have no competition if you're the only one in your niche. Oh, for sure. Yes, absolutely. Um, what what services or what part of your services are so valuable to um, that makes you stand out from other marketing coaches or? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not really sure how like you're an innovator, but does that consider you a coach like a marketing coach? Well, in essence, yes, you know, like I do have that mentorship role in uh, what I do. There's a, it's rather multifaceted in that uh, once I work with uh, my clients to, you know, I guess I would call it uh, empire build, you know, where do they want to go and how can we get them there? And we establish a game plan in the sense of, you know, what is in front of us. And then let's, you know, the proverbial eat the elephant one bite at a time. So there is an element of coaching, you know, encouraging and moving them along. There's an element of the, as I say, marketing and hey, hey, we should do this. And this is why this will work. There's an element also of, uh, 
you know, just doing it for them because um, you asked what makes me unique. Uh, I am very good with words. Uh, a word wizard is uh, what some people would, would term it as. And uh, I don't know, I've just always been gifted with that. No, there is no other me, just like there is no other you. And so when, when people ask that question, I'm almost uh, inclined to say, because of me, but anyone can say that. I want to stress that because that's something I would tell my clients, you know, for sure. Well, you know, you are unique. No one can do it like you can. Absolutely. My mom used to say always when I was young that I had the gift of the gab because I love to talk. So you have the gift of the gab as well with the words, right? <laughs> um, talk. <laughs> you are um, well known for Shirley Best. You, mm -hmm. you write for her. You, uh, she's an inspirational comedian. Um, where would she speak? What types of events would she go to? Well, I just spoke at a national conference at 11 o'clock this morning. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, the, the world of Zoom makes everything possible. Otherwise, I would have been in, I think they were based in Toronto or Ottawa, but wow. uh, they had uh, members there from for their association from all over Canada. So uh, that's the type of thing that I would do in real life is actually travel all, all over to these different places and be there in person speaking. It's uh, very uh, advantageous in that sense. People always want to add something different to their conference. And the nature of what I do in terms of humor is to learn what they uh, are doing professionally and how they feel about it. That's the important thing. Um, you know, it's it's all their different buzzwords. They're the the, the, the challenges they face doing whatever it is that they're doing uh, on their job. Like it could be a pharmacist, it could be a farm equipment dealer. But as you know, every you know, career has its ups and downs and there are the things that we grumble about and go home, oh God, you know, a bad day and this and that. Well, I want to leave people feeling uh, enlightened and inspired about what they do. And if you laugh at the negative, obviously I bring in the positive as well. So, you know, ultimately it raises um, client morale and, and productivity. So people use it for their employees, uh, you know, as I mentioned, association members. Uh, it can be smaller events where one company is putting on something, a training session, um, you know, for instance, safety training when it... Um, it's it, when you have these fellows that work in the, the field all the time and they've been doing the same thing for years when the stringent um, paperwork that accompanies safety these days came into play, they were not happy. You know, they've been doing that for the same way for the last 200 years and they're going to keep doing it. But they had to, of course, impart that knowledge. So it was to do it through humor is the best way because it's not some suit up there talking. It's uh, Shirley Best, who's a kind of iconic as a character because everybody has a Shirley in their life. She's your mother-in-law or that aunt that comes to the family reunion and makeup a little too garish and clothing a little too tight. So we all know <laughs> Shirley and, and people just really warm to her, especially since I know everything that they do on their job. They can't imagine how I would figure that out, you know, but that's been 25 years of a career. <laughs> wow, that's, that's amazing. And so you have like lots of knowledge with all the experience and the traveling that you've done. You have knowledge in many different industries 
And you can use that to your benefit for sure. That's excellent. I would love to know more about your travels, um, you know, with with Shirley Best, because in order for you to learn, you you probably have to be on the job so that you can make light or humor of a situation that some of these employees might be going through. You must have like tons of experience stories for us. Well, there's all manner of different little tidbits of things that you do learn that stick with you. I remember doing uh, airport officials of smaller airports and uh, they they have to sweep the runway because if coyotes poop, (laughs) <laughs> on the, oh. it can go up in the turbine engines and can cause a plane crash and I'm thinking whoa you know who would have thought of that right yeah. and I remember doing an insurance one uh, where they told me that bulls privates are insured because in the world of you know breeding it, bulls are very valuable and if anything happens to that bull's you know equipment so to speak then they're out you know thousands of dollars and uh, uh, apparently they can break which i found hilarious i had a mental <laughs> image of it breaking but um, <laughs> apparently uh, you know if the cow moves um you know uh, suddenly uh, you know it's game over kind of thing. And and I don't know if you're aware that they do artificially inseminate cows with an obstetric sleeve. I was awarded my own by Fairview uh, <laughs> College. I believe it was very good. And it goes all the way up here. And the oh boy. farmer does his job with that. But arms have been broken. The, the cow has to be very secure. We are talking big, heavy, strong animals, you know, so you, you just learn these things that, uh, you know, it, 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 um, it never occurs to you, like, here's a really dumb thing, you know, you'd think you would, you know, know this, but I was shocked when I was doing dairy farming, and they said um, that, you know, that, well, in, in dairy farming, here's the facts, and then I'll get to what I was shocked about, the, the cows are like athletes, they, they have to be fed the top, you know, nutrients and everything. And I'm going, oh, you know, because of the milk. And they said, no, because they're pregnant all the time. And I'm like, oh, they're pregnant all the time. You know, why would they be pregnant all the time? Duh. So they could give milk. And I'm like, oh my God. You know, I always thought cows just, that was their job, you know? And I'm thinking, oh, wow. Like, how dumb is that? But of course, like any other mammal, they have to be lactating in order to give the milk, right? And if you, in order to lactate, you have to be pregnant. And I, I just thought, well, it's a cow. You just turn on the faucet, right? You know, I thought, I considered myself a little bit more enlightened than that, but no, <laughs> just, but you know, we don't think when we come from a city, right. You know, so I have had so many different travels. I have, um, you know, been all across, you know, North America and I've been through a, an earthquake in Mexico and, uh, a, uh, I've toured the oil sands, uh, which is really, that will always be up there is one of the best, best things. I, I love the oil sands. There's, so beautiful in a way and you know people are always putting it down what they do up there but it's it you know they they don't know about it really and uh the potash mine was another one in Vanskoy, Saskatchewan which was uh, Agrium and uh, I was able to go over a kilometer underground 
and tour these mining corridors and everything. And uh, I, it, every, every natural resource, you know, uh, organization or, or company, they reclaim like forestry reclaims, oil reclaims. So I said, well, you must fill these with, um, you know, whatever, you know, to, to when you're finished with them. And they said, no, we don't have to because you know, they just go away. And I'm going, well, how they can go away? Well, nature just heals itself. And then I'm thinking, whoa, it's like they're by the grace of God, go we down here, anything could happen. We're, we're over a kilometer underground. And, and to think that it could close itself like that, uh, that blew my mind. I just, I mean, I've had, oh, I love my career. <laughs> I bet. So, so what you're saying is like, the, the earth closes itself. So there's no holes down there after the mine Apparently, is done. I'm not, you know, this is the fun of me. I'm hell at cocktail parties because I only know little snippets. I wouldn't right. know, you know, like, <laughs> to be able to talk like they could. But, you know, like I, I have a running commentary on all the different things I've studied. So, you know, it's interesting. But yeah, the, I mean, obviously they, they would be gone by then. But yeah, the, you know, just natural, like, uh, movement of the earth, I guess it would be, right? I guess. Wow. That's fascinating. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. I love that. You, so you and I have worked together and I've come to learn that you come up with some really great taglines. <laughs> how, how does that happen? Do they just kind of like fall out of your mind or do you actually well, like start putting words? <laughs> like, I mean, I, I'm not very good with taglines. I mean, I have my few, but um, like you just seem to just they roll off your tongue so easy. How do you do that? Or do you actually sit down and put words together until something sounds right? Well, uh, you know, a little bit of both, actually, in that sometimes, as I say, if I'm lucky, something will just come right to mind. But I like, uh, well, obviously, we've established that um, I'm good with words. So I really respect words and the nuances that each word has. So I don't like the idea of just like, oh, yeah, here's a tagline. I like to weigh all the different choices because a tagline in marketing language is a unique selling proposition, USP. And it's like freeze drying everything you want to say, you know, that this is why you should buy this or, or it's you know, kind of like a lure in essence of, of why they need it. It all freeze dried into one little tagline. And so, you know, there's a lot at stake here. And it's not just like dash something off. I like it to encompass, uh, you know, all the nuances factually, but, you know, uh, facts tell emotion sells. So when you're dealing with, again, marketing, trying to promote yourself, you want to grab that person emotionally. So a good example, for instance, is um, L'Oreal, because you're worth it. And L'Oreal, it may not be a top, uh, manufacture in terms of beauty uh, products, but they are tops pretty much in the regular drugstore aisle. So you can picture the woman going down the aisle and seeing the, the different choices. And if L'Oreal is more expensive, because you're worth it is such a good tagline because, you know, again, she's like, Oh, I am. And I'll just spend this little extra money because I'm worth it. So, you know, that's what I mean. Like that spurs her on. And another one I love is De Beers, a diamond is forever. Because um, in Europe, as you probably notice with royalty, when they get engaged, it's not necessarily a diamond. It was not, we're in North America, it's more traditional that a diamond is an engagement ring stone. 
but they, you know, De Beers is trying to promote the idea that it should be a diamond. So when they say a diamond is forever, factually, they're saying it's a very strong stone that will last many years. So your investment is sound in that, you know, you've got a great gem here, but a diamond is forever has that underlying emotional nuance or my love is forever, our marriage is forever, you know, and then again, it's a real lure, a draw, you see, so there's, again, these are simple words, but they mean, they pack a punch, they mean a lot, you know, and so, yeah, I do try to um, really get in there and get the best tagline for people. Yeah, yeah, well, I, I like the, um, the De Beers diamond, diamond is forever. <laughs> You can shower me with my with shower me with diamonds anytime. Uh, do you have like a specific goal um, for your life? Like, well, what motivates you? What inspires you? What, what makes what makes you tick? I guess. Okay. Well, um, I guess I'm very invested in my clients. Like, I have my own career, and uh, obviously, I want that to go well. And I try to do different things when I'm finished one aspect. I move into another, like, uh, you know, you mentioned Shirley Best. I still am performing as Shirley Best, but I've brought on this whole new realm of how I can ingeniously revitalize entrepreneurs' businesses. And then that is growing. So now I'm working on another realm where I will be uh, speaking as myself much more and uh, out at events, whether they be virtual or um in real life, who knows, but, uh, or both, I mean, because I think the online component will continue on, but uh, speaking and um, running my own um, webinars, programs, events, that kind of thing. As you know, I already run an event uh, called Success Soirees for the wise and adventurous businesswoman. So I want to get more into doing that, but, you know, through uh, teaching people business through things like that. So I, I like to continue to evolve, but my clients keep me going. I've said many times, they're like a family to me. And uh, I, I really am, you know, emotionally invested in each and every one of their, their successes. Like I, I, you know, I care probably more than a normal person would, but you know, that's to me part of the job, you know, doing business from the heart. So, yeah, absolutely. I know that I can relate with that. You, I mean, you're my, I want to call you my mom mentor. Cause I look to you when I need something, you know, with my business, I look to you. I, you know, I trust everything and anything you need to say. So yeah, I, I get that. I really can resonate with that. Well, thank you. I'll, I'll try not to uh, think that it means that I'm that old. <laughs> no, no, no. My no, I don't mean it in that way. No, I'm You're definitely not my mom's age. <laughs> um, do you consider yourself a confident woman? Um, yes, and you know, no, in the sense that um, you know, I think that that's an interesting confidence is really a journey, isn't it? And I think that we all have um, uh, a reservoir of the. Uh, negative beliefs, things that happen that cause 
us pain that we can serve. I'm not sure. I was telling somebody the other day about this and I said, are, you know, do you know what a fatberg is? And they're like, what? And I don't know if you've ever heard that term, but um, in the sewer systems, fatbergs can develop and they're massive, like rock-like structures. And they're very dangerous because they're composed of, um, you know, solid non-biodegradable things that have been flushed into the plumbing. And then uh, because other things are flushed in the plumbing, they, it's like they're held together by, by grease and fat and they they clog like they're huge and they clog and i think that that's a great analogy for the emotional fatberg that's inside us sometimes is that 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 gets in the way of us being confident and uh, i i think that you know like anybody else i have those feelings of you know insecurity or low self-esteem uh, you know, I, I hear them in the back of my mind, but I don't pay any attention to them anymore. In, in my younger days, I probably did let them dominate my life a little bit more. But now I have evolved and learned a lot. And, uh, you know, plus there's just too much at stake. I have, you know, what would I do with my, you said I'm a, a mom um, coach. So I have other children. You know, I need to be the role model for them in, in essence, right? And you just cannot fall apart, like you know, and that, so they keep me sane and hopefully I keep them going. And uh, so there's just too much at stake to let fear or, you know, your feelings of unworthiness or inadequacy, you know, like I, it's like, I hear you, but I'm going forward anyway, you know, because, you know, if not, you know, now, when, when is this ever going to happen? So, uh, yes, I, I do come off as confident, but, you know, like everybody else, we have our, our, um, you know, like, uh, side that is, you know, sensitive. But yeah, I would say I've developed now into a pretty confident person. Yeah, you, you touched on a few parts there. I, I love the whole fatberg analogy because <laughs> I think we all have them to some degree, right? I mean, our childhood, you know, we, we live through stuff. We, like life is life, right? And so that causes always these little blocks, these little stones, and eventually they kind of you know, gather up in our arteries with the fat and yeah, fatberg's perfect. <laughs> and I, and I do believe age changes that, right? I mean, as we get older, you know, we change, we look at life differently as we go through life, go through all the different stages of our life. So I think, you know, once you hit like that 45, I think is probably, that's when we sort of start to go, wow, have I wasted my life? right? Have I wasted all this time? Why am I letting this inner, you know, my itty bitty shitty committee control me? Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah sure. You, you, it's, there's too much at stake. You, you know, like, especially if you want to be successful as an entrepreneur or in business, and you know, small business, you're the, the boss, you know, you can't always be second guessing yourself. And, uh, you know, uh, I'm a speaker. So obviously, I'm not immune to what people would call stage fright. It is this responsibility to get onto a stage or in front of a camera. And, uh, you know, make in my case, make people laugh in as Shirley best or, uh, you know, teach and and um, inspire. 
and uh, move people the other way. So yeah, you're you're thinking, well, you know, I've got that got this responsibility ahead of me. I'm a little nervous, but it pales in comparison to the joy, I guess it is, to be up there and to have that power to help, to reach them, you know, combine, you know, the words, which I, you know, enjoy so much, and the right words, and then to, in the way you use them, to really be able to um, motivate and change lives. Absolutely. Absolutely. I get that. Um, and working with you, I, I know exactly what you mean, because I've been there. You've brought me through that, that those loops a few times, I think. <laughs> um, I want to say thank you for joining me today. Uh, where can we find you? Are you on social media, Facebook, Instagram? I, I believe you're on LinkedIn. I gave you those links. Um, I, uh, obviously just like everybody else i'm happy to be text or emailed and uh, i believe you have all that information okay um, they'll be in the show notes perfect easy easier to get a hold of me probably by email or text um okay. but you know i i definitely all over the place in that sense i success worries usually um it's runs every second thursday uh, the next one um is uh, may 6th uh, at the moment, uh, we may change that slightly. We're not sure, but I, it's pretty sure right now it's going to be May 6th. It's just that there's a few, um, I'm moving. So I want to make sure that I have internet and everything, but we, we did shift it a week. So, um, but you know, and then every other week, so I'm always there. <laughs> <laughs> That's excellent. Yes. Thank you. Thank you again, Sandra. And I mean, if anyone wants to get in touch with Sandra, um, the, her, contact info will be in the show notes. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.